Well, the storm is over. Looks like there's a little minimal damage here and there, at least compared to Fort Myers and Sanibel Island. Everyone seems to be safe, which is the most important thing. Chet and Gary talk about what we can do next time with our technical issues before the storms and getting prepared for that. Let's go! Good morning, Chet, and how are you today? I'm doing great, Gary. Well, did you lose your power? Uh, well, I, I don't think you could say I lost my power. It kept going off and on. <laughs> so you found it every once in a while. Uh, that's right. Yeah, it was it was usually off only for a couple of seconds, and then it would come back on. Uh, there was one point where I think I lost it for about 10 minutes, and then it came back and um, so forth. But basically, I had power all night through the storm. Oh, that's great. Well, that kind of leads us into the discussion we're going to have today about what are some of the things that we can do to protect ourselves or alternative uh, measures that we can use when our power goes out. Right, yeah, because we definitely have people around here that still have some power out, I guess. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes. Um, yeah, what a change from last Monday. <laughs> right, right, just a just a day difference, you know. It was, um, oh, and now, now we got the beautiful weather, so, and it's cleanup time. So. Right. So... <clears throat> What's your thoughts on this? What what can we do to protect ourselves uh, when we have? And it doesn't have to be a hurricane. It could be any power. It could outage. be anything. Uh, a tornado, just a, a severe thunderstorm uh, that we get down here, a tropical storm or a hurricane. the The thing that kind of struck me about this is that the problem isn't in my house with what was going on. My house is undamaged. But the distribution systems that bring things into my house were damaged. Well, people that are without power, it's not because there's a problem in their house or at the power plant. It's because the wires that connect the two together are down. So I got to wondering, you know, is, is there something that we could do with all our modern technology that would make it easier on us in situations like this? For example, iPads and iPhones have battery lives that are approaching eight hours, where you could continue to view things on the Internet. Um, that kind of stuff could go on if you had the Internet available. But if the Internet wasn't there, what do you do? So, and, and I guess one of the things that kind of set it off was, was watching a YouTube video. And the YouTube video was a discussion between two people. One person stated that he was 20 minutes north of Fort Myers. And the other person was out in California. And uh, they were using Zoom to talk to each other on this YouTube video. And the person that was here in Florida finally said that, uh, oh, I just want to let you know that uh, there's no electric power in the area where I am. And he's sitting in a nicely lit room uh, talking on his laptop computer or on his desktop computer using Zoom. And he said that, uh, oh, I have solar panels and I have a Tesla power wall in my garage. And he said the uh, this was on Saturday after all the storm stuff was out of the way and the sun was really bright and a beautiful day. He says, I got so much power coming from the uh, from the solar panels right now that my power wall is all charged up, so I'm doing my laundry just to burn <laughs> some energy off. 
Um, so any, anyway, he was fine, and he said, well, on top of that, he said, the Internet's out where I am. I don't have any Internet services, so I'm talking to you right now. I'm using one of uh, SpaceX's uh, Starlink uh, dishes to talk to the satellite system, and that's how I'm, I'm communicating Internet-wise. And, in, and there was just no indication that there was anything like that going on at all until he mentioned all of that stuff. You know, they, everything just looked perfectly normal. So I got to thinking and saying, with the technologies that are available to us, if we did a little bit maybe different kind of planning and thought about this a little bit more, uh, that we may find that there are things that we could do to make our lives a little bit better. And the other side of this is that we need to realize that our ability to communicate has become an absolutely critical part of our social structure. It, it's uh, just amazing to realize what that means to us to all of a sudden not be able to communicate. Uh, and I know that uh, uh, Governor DeSantis in one of his press conferences talked about the fact that uh, he was uh, getting some of the uh, Starlink um, satellite dishes and uh, uh, setting those up, and those were being set up to allow uh, different groups that were trying to connect to the Internet for uh, services and for getting help information down in the Fort Myers area. They were being set up there to use the satellite systems to allow them to do that. And other companies were doing similar things to what SpaceX was doing. But it, it's really a fascinating problem. And one of the things that I've noticed in the past and I've recommended to people is that you look at getting these battery backup units, uh, UPSs, uninterruptible power supply things that they talk about. Uh, you can pick one of these up at uh, Walmart or Home Depots or Amazon. And uh, they, the kind of one you need, you can get kind of the lowest power one for uh, under $100. And this plugs into the wall. It's a box. It's got a battery in it, big battery plug it into the wall and the wall current keeps the battery charged and then it has electrical outlets on it where you plug your devices in and so uh, I have those in my house and my uh, cable modem and my router for my internet services are hooked up to one of these so that when the lights flash they don't go out they stay up because of the fact that uh, I'm on that circuit that means that even if the lights are out in my house as long as the power in that battery in the backup unit holds. Uh, and uh, when uh, Irma went through several years ago here, um, I actually wound up with about three hours worth of usage of Internet just from the battery backup system. And my iPad was working just fine, so I was sitting there in my living room uh, in the dark uh, watching my iPad and watching television on my iPad and, and checking the Internet out and things like that. But I had all of those services because I had the Internet services. Uh, the other thing that we're seeing is that uh, some of the cable systems have cable control boxes that are used to change the channel on your television. Those boxes, when the power is disrupted to them, they take as long as 15 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes, to reset themselves. Oh, I can, I can, <laughs> I can testify to that. Yeah, so it's really hard if your power flashes off for a second and back on, and it's in the middle of resetting itself, and the power goes off and comes starts back again. Starts all over again. It starts all over again. All over again. Uh, uh, the same kind of thing with those. You could put a battery backup system on it, and it would hold it through that interruption uh the box doesn't know the power went out 
So it doesn't have to reset itself when everything comes back. I mean, you can't run your TV set off of that. The TV is way too powerful. You need a, a really big battery backup mm-hmm. for that. But to keep these other things, like the Internet circuit alive, to keep the um, cable control box alive and those kind of situations, uh, possibly even po- uh, run a, uh, a low-power LED light mm-hmm. off right. of one of these things, and the battery backup would last for several hours. So those are the kind of things. I think that there are more of those that we could look at. The idea of saying, well, I could put solar panels on my house and a battery system to save energy on the solar panels in my house. Uh, We have the technology to do that. That's very expensive, uh, but it would uh, allow you to be back up and running as long as you had the appropriate cutoffs to keep it from being connected to the grid. You know, there, there are some requirements about those kind of things. But there are things that we can look at like that that may make our lives much better moving forward. Uh, And I think that we we tend to ignore them right now. And again, like I said, I think it's people don't really understand how critical some of this communications is. Um, And I think uh, probably the younger people are right now, the more critical it is. Senior citizens are not used to that, but... Uh, younger folks and uh, younger families, that, that becomes a pretty critical part of what they do. Hey, if Facebook goes down, look out. Yeah, look out. <laughs> Don't get me started on that one. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, those are the kind of things I think we ought to start taking a look at. And also critical services. Do you have a situation where you require a pump on a water supply system? Right. You know those kind of things, or where do you, what do you do? Oxygen or something. Like yeah, that. if you have a medical need for uh, power, you probably have some kind of backup system there. Uh, but we can also buy uh, small power or small uh, generation uh, units uh, out that can be run outside. Uh, they're not terribly expensive. They're a lot more than a battery backup system right. would be, um, but they run off of natural gas. So if you have natural gas service to your home, you could run one of these external generators. Uh, it's a little bit more painful to sometimes to get those things up and running and started because you have to go disconnect yourself from the grid again before you can fire that up and connect it to your house. Right. And it may not have enough power to handle everything in your house, so you may have to have special circuits that uh, can be on with that and, and others that can't. Uh, so it's something that you'd have to play with. But if you live in an area where we can have these kind of storms, maybe it makes sense. Well, I know that uh, Generac is a big company that sells these whole home um, generators. Yes. And when the power goes out, you don't do anything. I mean, it just kicks on automatically, and when power comes off, it kicks off. So, but that's a, it's a very price, and it's like five thousand dollars for the unit. And then you have to have it, have installed. it installed and wired in, and, and the cutoff switches and everything else. Yeah. So you'd have to decide, you know, is it worth it? How many times does my power go out? You know, X amount of hours. So it, it would be. I mean, if you get storms all the time, it might be worth your while. And then again, living where we live, there might be restrictions about putting a unit that size around your house. Where would you locate it? So yeah. it's kind of, uh, you know, it's we have restrictions here, and it kind of, well, restricts us from, uh, from doing things like that. But let's get back to the battery backup thing. Now, if someone wants to buy one of those, uh, do they come in different, I mean, uh, I don't know, size, I mean, not sizes, but how much uh, power they can How much hold. power they can store, yeah. It's based on the size of the battery that's in them. And I actually have two units, one that is the smallest size unit you can buy, which is, and I, I don't remember what all of the, the numbers are. I'd have to look the mm-hmm. data up. 
but the uh, the small size unit does great with my cable modem and my router. Mm-hmm. And the reason I actually started to do that was because periodically around here, we have our lights flash when they change circuits and things like that. And just offer a second Just back, a second. Just long enough to trip to everything. To aggravate off. it. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I found was I was using my own router. I wasn't using the router from the cable company. So one of the problems I had was I had to bring up the cable modem and the router in the right sequence. Oh, yes, right. Okay, yeah. There was a sequence to that. I had to make sure that the cable modem was fully up and fully locked in and ready to go before I turned the router right. on. Otherwise, the router wouldn't find the appropriate signal and it get all upset. Right. So that's one of the main reasons I put this in initially was to make sure that when we had one of these just couple-second-long um, uh, power outages as they switch circuits, I didn't lose everything. But then I'm finding with the storms and stuff that it, it makes sense. And you, you talk about, you know, what's the value and so forth, and I think it really looks at what do you need in the way of yourself. Uh, you know, sitting in the dark by yourself is not a lot of fun. Not a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, if you could be watching a movie that you've been putting off or just uh, watching what's going on on the, on the news and the weather and following stuff in real time, I was surprised that our cable services never went out at all, yeah, that the cable services continued to operate through all of the wind and rain and everything else that happened here. Most of those are buried underground, which is, I'm sure, the, the reason for that. Um, but that tells you it's kind of like your telephone system. The telephone system hardly ever goes down. Well, I was concerned <clears throat> with the cable because even though a lot of the wires are underground, we still have those little towers in our yard. Yeah, the little the boxes. wiring there, yeah. and I was, I was concerned that those might get tipped over. But uh, when you have a battery um, backup system, uh, how long does it take to recharge those? Is that a long time to recharge them? Uh, they, as long as you're getting power into them on a regular basis, there really isn't any recharging going on. Okay. Okay. Uh, if I had to have it run for a couple of hours before co- power came back on again, when the power came back on, it would charge the battery and feed mm-hmm. through to my circuits at the same time. So I wouldn't know that it was charging. So even if it took two days to recharge uh, to the max the battery out again after it had been out for you know four or five hours uh, or three or four hours, whatever it, it managed to hang on for, uh, I wouldn't know it. It right. wouldn't be disrupting me, so I don't care how long it takes to, to recharge. So it's hooked up permanently. It's per- hooked up permanently. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. It, basically it's sitting in the circuit. Gotcha. The other side of that is it actually offers some surge protection yeah. because the device is running off the battery, mm-hmm. and the uh, plug into the wall is just keeping the battery topped off. That's all it's doing. That's very interesting. Well, uh, I hope everybody... Is, uh, safe and that you didn't experience too much damage uh we we really dodged the bullet from the path that they had initially originally set yeah oh by the way i don't know if you noticed it or not and i did hear one of the weather forecasters talk about this but the original path that was forecast as soon as they announced it was a uh going to become a hurricane showed it doing exactly what it did. And the path that was indicated by the European uh, computer model continued to show it doing exactly what it did. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the most uh, accurate, I believe, that model is the most Yeah, accurate. I think European. so. In this case, it definitely was. Right. So, um, but we did, we, re- we really dodged a bullet. 
and we're thankful for that. And uh, we're and really very happy. sorry for the folks a little bit south of us that oh, caught yeah. the eye of this thing. Uh, that that is just yeah. unimaginable. I I just can't imagine being in that kind of a situation. It will take years to recover, and some of those areas will never be. It will the never same. be the same. Never I mean, same. I mean, when you have a storm that is so powerful, it takes the bridge out. Yeah. I mean, and that's a concrete bridge, and it took the bridges out. Uh, I mean, that's something. Yeah, it was really, a, it was really devastating. Our hearts go out to those folks for sure. So, um, well, anyway, we want to thank you all for listening to us. Just talk about power outages today, when I'm sure <laughs> you've had enough talk about the power outages right now. But yes. Uh, at least our weather has been fantastic since oh, then. <laughs> wow. We, we were in for a really good stretch of weather, so oh. it's been great. Well, thank you all for the listen, and uh, we'll be with you next episode. And with that, we're going to sign off and say goodbye. Goodbye, Gary. Goodbye, Chet. <laughs>